Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. All right, we will uh, get to some uh, advice that I should have. Well, advice for you folks: you can make uh, you can make money off my mistakes. We'll get to my terrible baseball betting in a second. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? Good morning, Matt. I'm wonderful. How are you today? I want to start with my Friday morning. Was uh, preparing for this show and the BetQL Weekend Show this morning, and heard my kids start arguing about this. They bought uh, pro footballs. Athlon Sports 2022 NFL Preview, okay? So they okay. bought like a football preview magazine. Mac yep. Jones, well, you would love this chime. Mac Jones on the cover oh, of the magazine. So the, I hear I hear this, and this spurns the, the, me standing up to go to the, the kids to the playroom. Elijah Mitchell, number 10. So I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And this guy, Mark Lillibridge, like ranked it all 50 NFL players, but then ranked it by position. Yep. And my nine-year-old was so incensed that Elijah Mitchell was the 10th best running back in the NFL. He starts yelling at this magazine. I said, that's a segment. That's how you do sports talk, buddy. You find something you disagree with, and you argue. So I looked out. Mark, Mark Lillibridge is the guy. And then I said, turns out you're right. Here are the guys ranked after Elijah Mitchell. So I, Elijah Mitchell, nice running back. But Good would you agree? Back. Product of the San Fran system, like anybody 100%. in that system. Right? Okay, we love Shanahan. Rest in peace, John Anderson. He used to host the, the show. He was a Shanistan, right? I don't know what yep. happened to that kid, but he used to love the 49ers running backs. Put anybody in there, and Shanistan is going to find a way to make them good. So Bingo. he's got Elijah Mitchell 10. Here are players he ranked behind Elijah Mitchell oh boy. that got this household incensed at about 745 this morning. Uh, Aaron Jones, 11. No shot. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 14. Eh. Zeke, 16. Yeah, I don't like dumb. Zeke. I don't like Zeke. That's but stupid. give me a break. Uh, let's go so, well, further down. I mean, there's probably some more that would make you annoyed. Christian McCaffrey, 22. What are we doing? <laughs> and here's the thing, too. It's not just Kyle Cam Shanahan. Akers. Cam Akers, 27. It's not just Kyle Shanahan, either. His dad was like this. He <laughs> fell out of bed and had a thousand-yard rusher. Like, that's just their offense. <laughs> this is. Stupid! It's so funny, and I was like, that. "I was like, Carter, this is sports talk, buddy. Good job, this Carter. is what you proud do. You find it's a Shime said he's proud of you, buddy. Congratulations. Um, this is what sports talk because it started with these guys top fifty overall. Yep. 
And they're like, Dad, there's only one Patriot. I'm like, it's got to be Matthew Judon. Of course, it's Matthew Judon. Yep. But then he goes through position by position and ranks them like after that. And it's just like, it's, it, this is like, I may bring this in today from four to six with uh, uh, Christian Mego just to have fun with it. Because I, I like lists. I, I love like lists. I love a good list. Are you kidding me? I like lists. There you go. That was my. That was our morning arguing over Elijah Mitchell, where he fits in at running back. Because God forbid anything that can delay me from talking about this stupid Red Sox team right now, my stupid <laughs> baseball bets. Another loser last night. Shine uh, wins and he texts cash. Me, oh, I cashed my bet. I'm going to bed now. Like, well, okay, great. I didn't. I got to sit up and sweat. Uh, you know, uh, you know, not in Connor Seaball. Josh Winkowski strikeouts. He had two. In the fifth inning, my son looks over because he's a diehard uh, you know, Beck UL Boston listener and said, Dad, how many strikeouts does Winkowski have? <laughs> he's like, you're going to lose your bet. You're going to lose Mutt's big bet. Tough uh, day. Tough day for Mutt. You, you cash team total, which I think it could be a good theme for the weekend, team total for the Yankees. Uh, the you might matchup. see something similar pop up again today, Mutt. <laughs> there's just no – like, there, there's no – no faith. Like, we, and, and it was it was fun, and it's not their fault. Like, I, I think – well, it's not all their fault. Some of this is, you know, uh, poor planning, but a lot of it is, like, freak injuries to their rotation. Like, Waka, Hill, Avaldi, all down at the same time, 60% of your rotation. Like, I I get it. There's – it's a little bit of a struggle right now. But even on top of that, and this was my lead this morning on the Greg Hill Show. If you didn't hear it, go back to the Odyssey app. You can rewind and and listen to it. I'll do it it today during lunch. Right at 630. Uh, I this is not entirely on the pitching. Like, it's not entirely on Winkowski. Outside of Rafael Devers, your lineup stunk last night. You were 3-for-25 yeah. the rest of the way outside of Rafael Devers. Devers was your only source of offense last night. You had two singles and a double were the other hits in the game outside of the Devers dingers. So, like, you need your lineup, which was supposed to be before the season we were pumping the tires of this lineup. All these guys are going to mash. This team is going to be great. Well, they stunk at the yeah. plate. Like, that's, I mean, Endeavors, I think, just owns an acre of land in Garrett Cole's head at this point. So he's always going to play well against Garrett Cole. But, like, the rest of these guys need to get their act together and figure it out. Yeah, offensively, this is always a team built on offense, right? This was not about their starting pitching or bullpen. You're, you're going to win and be a playoff team. It was going to be about Devers, Bogarts, JD, Verdugo, Trevor Story. Like, those five guys. And,. Last night, like you said, Devers carries them, plates all five runs himself with a couple of home runs. Uh, but there was no shot of the Yankees' bullpen blowing it. The Yankees did something the high end bullpen doesn't care about. He, they built a bullpen. Yep. Like, they lights out bullpen. There was no chance the Red Sox were going to score late, and they lose. And I'm with you on the overall, like, the, the loss last night is definitely more about, as much about the offense as about, you know, Winkowski not getting outs. But, like, this weekend, against the best team in baseball, Winkowski, Connor Seaball being called up today, and then Cutter Crawford and friends tomorrow. Like, like what are we doing? That's three or four starts. And then Nick Pavetta, you better get Pavetta's start on Sunday. Like, oh. Pavetta goes, on, on, by the way, prime time, Sunday night baseball. The, the, the sweep, we said yesterday, right? We joked about this. You get two out of four, you're feeling good. The sweep is sweep is in play for the Yankees, Shine. It is very much in play. It is absolutely in play. This yeah. The Red Sox team seems to be uh, struggling right now at a time yeah. where they need to be running at all cylinders. So, that leads us to tonight's game. Uh, I'll give you the, the actual line of the game, then I'll go through some of the pitching stuff that I did uh, for tonight's game. Popular bets here, courtesy of our friends at uh, DraftKings, not a sponsor. Uh, Connor Siebold and the Red Sox against Nestor Cortez and the Yankees. Red Sox are uh, plus 1.5, run line minus 125. Over-under is 9.5, split betting there. Money line, Red Sox plus 135. Yankees minus 155. Uh, the dirty, dirty, dirty pitching matchup here is Connor Seabold against Nestor Cortez. Uh, Cortez is 7-3 and three with an ERA in the two and a halves. 
Lefties are hitting 116 against him with one home run. Uh, right-handers are only hitting two-something against him. Like, this kid has been awesome. Against Seabold, is going to be called up tonight. He has two starts for the Red Sox. Shine four innings and four and two-thirds innings. So eight and two-thirds innings combined. 15 hits, eight runs, three walks, uh, 375 batting average against. Lefties are four for eight against him. I do, I don't, not great at math. That's a 500 batting average. What about the swing and miss rate, though, Mutt? Yeah, it's not a good setup tonight. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, you already sort of tipped your hand here. I'm not going to disagree. So why don't you start Red Sox, Yankees, anything you want to you know, lay your lay your money on in what it looks like a disgusting matchup for the Red Sox. Yeah, so there's two things here. Uh, yesterday I made the decision. I went with the Yankees team total instead of the run line. Nice. That was nice. the smart play. Yep. Uh, tonight I'm going to go with the Yankees run line. Minus one and a half there at plus 105. Um, the Yankees are the better team. And with the Red Sox offense struggling, Devers is not going to get Garrett Cole on the mound again tonight. Instead, he gets a guy who, as you said, has a sub-200 batting average against when it's left-handed hitters. So uh, if Devers isn't making scoring runs for this team, I don't know who is because the, the lineup is struggling. The pitching staff is a mess. I am going to go Yankees minus 1.5 at plus 105. Um, I'm also heavily leaning towards also including – the Yankees team total over five and a half. If it was four and a half, was it plus one hundred five? Yeah, right? yeah. I, if it was over four and a half, I'd be more uh, inclined to do so. That's why it's just a lean, not a lock. But my lock pick tonight is Yankees minus one and a half. So uh, I, I don't hate it. I, I like the Yankees team total against Connor Seabold as well. I don't know if they're going to post, you know, because they haven't announced the starter yet. Technically, you know, they're they're a little late on stuff like this. But I think if you go to uh, they list at least they're list they're listing him here. Uh, pitching props. Yeah, but you, they don't. They're not having. Uh, they, they don't have an outs recorded prop yet for Connor Seabold. Like if they put it up there, like let's say sixteen, which is would be uh, five and a third innings. I would go under. Uh, I don't think he's going to last five innings tonight. I don't know what they'll post, but I'd be under five under fifteen outs for sure on Connor Seabold. I like the Yankees team total over five and a half runs and one Red Sox prop. Now you mentioned Devers. You you would think you would think. That, you know, Cortez Devers, not a great matchup. Devers, two for six lifetime, shine time, two home runs. So okay. I think because of that, they've actually left his total base number at a pretty playable number. I figured after last night, this is what happens. Guy goes off the next day, all his betting prop, all his batting props, or, you know, get bet off the board. Or a guy like um, the kid Strider for the Braves last night who struck out the first nine guys <laughs> he faced. They're going to jack up a strikeout prop next time Absolutely. for sure, but at least half a strikeout or a strikeout. So I thought with Devers going off last night, they would jack it up. But you can still get Devers at over one and a half total bases at uh, plus 105. Yep. Like that's a double, that's a home run, couple singles. And given he's had good success against him, out of all the things I just said, the, uh, Connor Seabold under 15 outs is my favorite. But since it's not posted yet, I don't. I, I think my favorite bet is Devers over one and a half total bases at plus one hundred five. Plus money on Devers to get two total bases to me is a profitable bet long term. That's a long term profit. Yeah, bet. two for six for me. It just isn't enough sample size. Yep, I'd I agree. rather go with I agree. the uh, left hander or left handed batters against average. I think that's a better sample size uh, for me, at least personally, which is why I leaned uh, more towards that Yankees run line tonight. Red Sox have four home runs against him lifetime. Uh, one by Pilecki, one by JBJ, two by Devers. They hit 352 against him as a team, uh, but a lot of that is singles. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they respond tonight. Uh, last night was brutal. You lose a game because Franchi Cordero can't catch a pop-up because they've decided first base defense not important, bullpen's not important. So um, you're now very much risk of uh, getting swept here. Anything else on Red Sox-Yankees, Chris Shaw? No, that'll do it for me on Red Sox-Yankees. Okay, uh, so something I messed up on that maybe you can people can be smarter at. Like, there, there are 
there are edges out there if you want to look for them. And unfortunately, there are times in my betting shine, maybe you'll do the same thing. I, I can get lazy where I, I, I make a bet and I place a bet without doing all the work. Like, yep. it'll definitely happen in football. There'll be, there'll be times where I love one football game and I think, well, let me find three more teams into a three-team teaser. And I, but I really like that one game, but I build on other things. I don't put all the work in to the other games. I do it all the time in horse racing, like pick fours and pick fives. Like, oh, I like these three races. I'll just spread blindly in the other two. And long-term, that's a losing bet. So, yesterday for the Scottish Open, I went to one subscription site that I use for golf and trusted their weather analysis. When in reality, if I had taken five minutes and looked at like two other places, including Kevin Roth on Twitter, who if you're betting baseball, if you're betting sports, Kevin Roth for Roto World, uh, I'm sorry, Roto Grinders on Twitter, uh, you, you've got to follow him because not only does he give you on, on a daily basis like free weather stuff for baseball, like, hey, great hitting night at this ballpark, wind's blowing out this ballpark, wind's blowing in at a certain ballpark. That's good for pitchers, right? He also has the golf, and he pointed out for two days how the morning wave at the Scottish Open was going to crush because the wind in the afternoon was going to be unbearable. And the, and the strokes, the morning strokes to the afternoon strokes, it was comical, Shine. One of the extreme weather splits I've seen all year on the PGA Tour. And if I had taken five minutes to look, I would have made a bunch. I have friends who made a ton of money in like first-round betting and, 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 and showdown betting on DraftKings because they took the five minutes and looked, and I got lazy and didn't. And so my the overarching opinion is just when if you have an edge and something's there for free, just use it. You know, if you're if you're especially if you care about your long term ROI in sports betting or you're doing this even semi seriously, take the edges that are there because it just how many people were like me didn't look at it and didn't realize that guys like Cameron Tringale and others going out early tomorrow yesterday were going to scorch just like today. Xander Shoffley went out, shot 60-something. Why? Because he's playing early. Matt Fitzpatrick, we talked about him. He played early today. All the guys going out later today are in a similar sort of win split. So if I had known that on Thursday, like I did today, I would have made some real money, Shime. Instead, I made some bad decisions, lazy decisions. And I'm hoping this can be part of a bigger advice piece for people. If there's an edge out there that you know of that's free and takes you, like, seconds to look at, Make sure you're doing it before you place a bet. Yeah, that's absolutely. a long, long-winded way of saying be smarter than I was for round one of the Scottish Open. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I, I mean, you have to whenever you can take in free information that you think is going to give you an edge, you so have to stupid. do it. You have to. So dumb. Um, and the scoring will slow down this afternoon. Now, a bunch of guys went out early today at the Scottish Open. Shime, Shawfly, Fitzpatrick, they're going to score. Tringale is not going to score. And I have not looked tomorrow yet, but I, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll include it if we. See it on BetQL Boston on Twitter. My guess is for the weekend, there'll be some weather splits as well because the, the winds are, are gusting in the afternoons, but not in the mornings. Who knew? Well, I could have known if I'd paid attention. That's who. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else here? What, what time you tee off today, Chris Scheim? I tee off tea at time? 1 o'clock. Who are we teeing off with today? Uh, my buddy Doc, uh, my buddy Corey, and uh, a friend of uh, uh, Doc's, I believe his name is Brandon. Where are we so. playing? Where, oh, uh, wait, Doc sounds like a golfer himself, but where are we playing mm, today? He's he's a oh. pretty he's a decent yeah, decent golfer. He sucks. He had, hey Doc, you suck. China no. doesn't want to say it, but you suck at That's golf. That's not true. He Carter, had the, he had the best word. round uh, I've ever seen him play last time we played, which was just last Friday. Um, but we're playing at Sandy Burr in Wayland today. You're making the rounds, man. Yeah, I've never played here before. I'm excited. I'm really trying to get around. 
I would I would read like a little Shime Golf Journal, like a weekly. Here's what I played. Here's what I liked about this course. Here's what I didn't. Like so, a little, is there a Yelp for golf courses? Uh, I think so. I mean, on golf now, be. you can they, they have rate like a star rating system and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure there's reviews there as well. Um, so I use that to book a lot of my tee times because you can sometimes get some discounts. Um, but on top of that, I, I mean, I've been averaging 27 holes a week. Uh, oh baby! So I mean, last week I played 45. So uh, you know, I, I I I could I could put together a little journal for you. I'm just saying, I would read if you want to you know, blog it out there. I would yeah, check you know. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think I gotta go loosen up though. I gotta go do some yoga poses. My back is tight today, so I gotta I gotta Ooh. make sure that's loosened up. All right, so uh, he's gonna get loosened up. You folks still listening right now? Uh, one, thank you for sticking around this long. Thank on God. Friday morning. Uh, and two, please go subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Rate and review. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Boston. Um, yeah, well, I'm, oh, I'm going to talk to you Monday. I'm around all weekend, Sean. I can do any time weekend podcast you want to do. I am here for you, buddy. You, okay. What's your schedule like tomorrow morning? Uh, actually, I am free both days tomorrow. So, or like both mornings. Both day, so. I am free both days tomorrow. That is dibble or dabble. That this is weekend. Put a, print the t-shirts. Yep. I am free both days tomorrow. <laughs> No, I am Print free. the t-shirts. I am free all weekend as well. Uh, I am all I'm doing is is going on a little birthday dinner with my mother tomorrow night. Uh, outside of that, I am I am free as a bird. Same here. Very low key weekend. All right, we will text privately, but we will have a podcast tomorrow morning. We'll have a podcast on Sunday. We've got Red Sox and Yankees. A lot to discuss. Chris Scheim, have a great round at Sandy Bird today. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. Can't wait. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.